Hey friends, welcome back to the Sunning 65 podcast. I'm your host, Maddie Schultz. It has been a minute. I am so excited to be back. Today, we are just chatting about the freedom that we have in the Lord and just a few little life updates. So I pray that this episode brings you freedom. Hello, friends. It has been a hot minute since our last episode of the Sending 65 podcast. I want to say the last episode was in November. I don't remember. I literally want to look it up now. Alas, it has been a very long time and I am so excited to be back and to be in your earbuds or on your car speakers or wherever this finds you today. To set the scene, I am sitting on my luscious carpet that I'm obsessed with in my life room on the ground around my coffee table. Um, I just inhaled my Costco Chinese for lunch which I have almost every single day of my life, not exaggerating. If you haven't had the Costco Chinese individual packets, you're welcome for telling you about them. Um, both of my kids, this, this is an exciting update. My two children, Zan is four, Shay is one. That's also crazy. That's also an update. They are finally on the same exact nap schedule. Oh my gosh. That is as of probably the last two weeks. Praise the Lord. Before that, they were pretty opposite, Um, but I can't complain. They are hysterical and wonderful, but Chagirl loves her alone time. So yeah, it has been, gosh, a wild start to the year. I already feel like I've walked through a few different seasons and wrestled through a few different things just in these first three months and really five months since my last podcast episode. Um, But just super excited to be back and just feel like the Lord has brought so much new freedom in different areas and continues to reveal freedom and just how free I am in Him And so, yeah, I'm so excited to be back. A few updates um, in the last five months uh, in my life. I turned 27 in February, and I decided that a golden, golden birthday is a thing. Um, So your golden, golden birthday is different than your golden birthday. So your golden birthday, you know, as everyone knows, is – so I'm born on February 7th, celebrating my golden birthday when I turned seven, your golden, golden birthday, who only a few of the blessed ones get to celebrate is when like I'm born on 2-7 and then I turned 27. So for my husband, his golden birthday would not be until he's 113. November 3rd is his birthday. So God willing, I don't know. I don't know if we'll still be living then. Hopefully the good Lord has taken us both home before then. But Only the few blessed ones get to celebrate their golden, golden birthday. So per usual, I made nothing into something and decided that it was super special. And by God's grace, I have the sweetest friends who totally jumped on board and made it so stinking special. They got me a chocolate cake from Costco, which is my favorite. And my wildly talented friend, May, who can make and create all things, made a little cake topper that was golden. 
and it, the the cake topper said golden golden and then there was a cake topper that said 27 um and that, i think that was my other friend bailey's idea but yeah they just totally went all out allowing this to be something super special that really was just an ordinary birthday but oh they know that i love birthdays and them and my hubby made it super special. So I turned 27 and celebrated my golden, golden birthday. Feel free to celebrate your golden, golden birthday. It's a thing now. You're welcome. Um, Alex and I actually last month got to go to Mexico by ourselves without our children and celebrate our five-year anniversary, which isn't until April, but due to other besties getting married and wedding things for my sister and stuff we decided to celebrate it early so that was just the sweetest week ever and the lord did a lot in both of our hearts separately and in our marriage um i just kept telling my friends that i feel like i that it was a truly just pivotal trip not because of the amazing place that we went which was amazing but just what the lord did in our hearts in that quality time together away from our children and just that intentional time with each other and also with the lord so i just feel like we're going to look back and be like gosh that was a pivotal trip in our walks with the lord separately and together which was just so kind of the lord so we were itching by day 6 to get back to our kiddos who oh my gosh they are so much fun right now. And I feel like it just keeps getting better and better. Not to romanticize motherhood that it is not hard and that there are not hard days. But oh my gosh, Zinian is just chatting up a storm. He is hysterical, taking in and absorbing and remembering so many things that we say to him. The conversations are just so fun. I'll give you one example. So I don't know if you've met me, but I'm pretty a lot. I'm pretty animated. And I would say, especially with my children, if not a lot of the time, I'm kind of obnoxious with my kids, especially like it just goes to another level, like my animation. And so I, for a really, really long time, would say to Zan and shout out to my cougars, I would always say, love you, mean it. Like if I was leaving people, hey, love you, mean it. Love you, mean it. Love you, mean it. So to Zan, I would always say, hey, 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 hey. Like and get this, I I do this little point at him. So try to picture it. I'm pointing at him, and I'm like making this like funny, serious face, like hey, 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 until he'd like stop and look at me, and I'd say, "Love you, mean it." And then I go, "Hey, hey, 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 love you, mean it." And I just do that randomly, like over the last couple of years. Just I'm just being so silly. And last week, all of a sudden, I'm putting Zan down for bed, and he goes, and I'm at the door about to leave, and he goes. He points at me. Hey, 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 hey. Love you mean it. Hey, hey, hey. Love you mean it. Oh my gosh. I mean, my heart just exploded and he's continued to do it just at random times. I literally walk out of the room and I am like to my husband, I'm like, this is the pinnacle of motherhood right here. This is exactly what I dreamed motherhood would be. Me brainwashing my children with little sayings and them saying it back to me. I'm not even kidding. Like I was like, my heart was bursting. And then the funniest thing is, is that we have been saying it, he's been saying it to me more like throughout the day, whatever. And sister Shay will go, she'll like point, point a finger and go, uh, 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 uh. As if like she's trying to do what we're doing. Oh my gosh. I am. And we'll just like all three do it to each other. 
It's just hysterical. So Shay is 14, almost 14 months. That's crazy. She turned one at the end of January. How's it been a year? Oh my word, fastest year of my life. Um, yeah, she's so fun. She is a stubborn little sass. I tell you what, um, she's going to walk on her own time. Okay. But actually as of the last like three days, we actually, she's actually taken like five steps in a row before that. I am not even kidding you guys. So stubborn. She, for the last, you know, two or three months would take two steps and just stop, not even be wobbling. She'd stop and then she'd sit. Like it got to the point where I'm like, I'm not even like you even know I'm trying to get you to walk like that's why you're not walking. So I'm just like, I'm over you like whatever. She is still just apple of our eye. We all just love her and she's funny. And her and Zan are such a sweet little pair and hysterical. Those are like some tangible updates, but kind of getting more into some spiritual updates. I would say that, gosh, I feel like the Lord kind of like I said before really in my life, the last like three years has just been him peeling back these layers of freedom. Oh, oh, actually, you think you're free right here? I have even more freedom for you. Oh, peel this one back. You didn't even know you're placing this law over yourself. Peel that back. You are free from that. And him just like peeling back these layers, layer after layer, and revealing this deeper freedom in himself. And I just feel like he continues to just put this passion in my heart to just remind people how free they are in the Lord. We can't even fathom how free we are. That's the crazy thing. Anything that we can think of that is this burden, this heavy burden and pressure on us, we are so free from. And the Lord has to continually remind me that week after week. Because in my sin, I even make these laws for myself, right? Oh, do this. Why aren't you doing this? Live more simply. Do this. Do this. And this, he- it just becomes heavier and heavier. And then the Lord's like, Maddie, you're so free. You're so free because of me. So live out of that freedom. In Galatians 5.13, it says, you're called to freedom. You are called to be free. Another translation says, and I just like, that's always just ringing through my head. I'm called to freedom. I'm called to freedom. I'm called to be free. That's what I'm called to. Earlier in Galatians 5, it says, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. And I think the end of that verse, wow, what a reminder. Do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. We've been freed from this yoke of slavery, yet we continue to like enter back into this. So you are free from whatever yoke someone else puts on you that's heavy, you are free from any time you've ever been listening to a podcast and you feel like a heavy yoke from me that I was like, oh, you should do this. You're free from that. And I'm so sorry if I have ever unintentionally made you feel this like heavy burden because Matthew tells us that his his yoke is easy and his burden is light. Jesus's yoke is easy and his burden is light. Um, Our pastor, Jared, gave a message on this probably, I think, February, like literally right right when the Lord was like trying to get me to understand this and presses into me. He gave the sweetest, most refreshing message that I'll have to link to in this episode that literally left me (sighs) just breathing a breath of fresh air, that reminder, oh yeah, like if anything's burdensome, 
and this like weight and pressure over me is it's not from the Lord. And we're so free. Oh, he continues to just refresh my soul with how free I am and calling me to live in that freedom of Jesus every single day. First and foremost, and most importantly, we are free from the guilt and shame and condemnation of sin. We are free from the reign and rule and power of sin over our lives, which is just insane to think about when we truly stop and think, wow, we are not enslaved to our sin anymore. We are free and we are free from the guilt and shame that Jesus took on the cross when he bore our sin and guilt and shame on our behalf. We are free from that. Yeah, so with that guilt and shame piece, when I am not truly believing the gospel and not truly believing in the power of Jesus's birth, life, death, and resurrection and what that meant for my sin, that he said, if if my faith in him, I am wiped clean. The power of sin has no hold on me anymore. Sin cannot reign and rule over me. Guilt and shame have no power over me. I am completely free because of Jesus's work on the cross on my behalf. And with that freedom comes freedom in all other areas. The list is literally endless in what we have freedom in and freedom from. It's endless. And I think the Lord has graciously, especially at the beginning of 2022, been showing me where I'm entering back into this bondage of slavery, like it says in Galatians 5. I am placing these laws on myself. I'm placing these laws on other people, these rules, these laws, these expectations. And I'm not living out of a space of freedom because when I'm placing these laws on myself and It can be in any area of our life that we're not believing the gospel, believing the saving work of Jesus's death and resurrection on our behalf. And the Lord graciously is bringing awareness to me as I see it play out in my life and have seen it play out in my life in different ways. Just these rules and laws that I had made for myself then condemning myself when I didn't uphold these laws and rules. Even good things like good disciplines, such as waking up and spending time with the Lord. We had like three weeks of sickness in our house. And I tell you what, the words that I spoke over myself when I had not been waking up and spending time with the Lord, I was like, wow, you are apathetic. You're lazy. I think I was convinced too that the Lord wasn't happy with me. And I and I was disappointed in myself. Like Jesus should be a priority and you are basically just dropping the ball. And I just felt this like, oh, this condemnation, this weight. I'd created this law for myself. Another area would be, I would say in the last like five, six months, asking the Lord, which these are like good questions to wrestle through and good things to be doing. But I was just wrestling with the Lord. Should I be living more simply? Should I not take this trip with my husband? Should I feel guilty about it? Um, Where is our money going? Should I not have this? Should I not get this? Should I have nothing? Should I be doing what this person's doing? Am I not doing enough? And a lot of those are really sweet questions to wrestle through with the spirit and be be asking, hey, 
Lord, where's my heart? Where where are my idols in my life? But I had started to believe the voice of the accuser, the enemy that was saying, you need to do more. Um, you're not being a good enough Christian. You need to do more. How dare you not do what that person's doing? How dare you have a lovely home? Just so many things. I was feeling this weight, this weight, this weight of not doing enough. And it's crazy how in my head, I know fully well that I cannot earn salvation. I know fully well that I that nothing I do plays into my salvation. But I feel like it's as if the Lord brought, like I was saying before, peeled back yet another layer of freedom, reminding me, hey, that's not my voice. Actually, a friend towards the very end of January, January was just kind of a doozy of a month, for lack of a better word, just sickness with our whole family had to cancel Shay's first birthday party, Um, basically expectations of this gal that loves a new year. They were not met, to say the least. So just a lot of like disappointment and also me speaking condemnation over myself, honestly, with all these new laws. But my dearest friend, Lyndon, had reached out to me and she was like, hey, I'm praying for you. And I'm just sensing, sensing that there's this like cloak of sadness over you. And I just wanted to let you know that no disempowering thought is from the Lord. No discouraging thought is from the Lord. And I had been speaking and believing discouraging thoughts and believing the enemy's lies the whole month of January. And I was like, whoa, it's like the Lord used that word to just free me up and remind me, no, this is what my voice does. And this is what the enemy's voice does. Lyndon actually also said, had sent me something a couple months, I think back in 2021, that compared enemy's voice compared to God's voice. And it was wildly helpful for me. It When you read it, you're like, yeah, this is obvious. And for some reason, it just hadn't been, especially in January for me. So I'm just going to read it. God's voice stills you, leads you, reassures you, enlightens you, encourages you, comforts you, calms you, and convicts you. Satan's voice rushes you, pushes you, frightens you, confuses you, discourages you, worries you, obsesses you, condemns you. And that was just like wildly helpful. So I feel like the Lord coupled a few different things to like officially lift the veil off and remind me I'm so free. I'm free from these laws I place on myself and I'm free from any law anyone places on me. Just graciously, just graciously showing me of laws that I place on other people too. And so just to see the transformation he's bringing in bringing into my heart as I'm finally believing and living out of that place of freedom in him and out of a place of truly knowing and believing the love that he has for me has just been insane, honestly. So yeah, I mean, these laws appear in so many different ways in our lives. Living a simpler life placing the law on myself and others, like how we use money, how other people use money. Um, And the Lord used this book called Accidental Pharisees. So good. So wildly convicting. So wildly freeing on all sides too. The Lord was gracious to lead me to that book through my mom, who actually got it for me a couple years ago. And I was like, 
you need to read this. I need to read this. No. You, uh, how accidental Pharisee of me to even think that when she bought it for me. Anyways, 100% recommend that book. And then even freedom from expectations of others and like laws or expectations that they have on me. Like I'm free from those. Not in like a rude, snarky way. Like I don't have to do anything for you or I don't have to impress you or meet your expectations, but like a healthy freedom of like even boundaries that I place in my life. Like I am free from rules and laws that other people place on me. I pray that as I am seeking first the kingdom of heaven, as I'm seeking first Jesus, that the spirit is leading me in my life. And I'm I'm free from other people's rules or expectations, which is hard sometimes and hard for, for me to even remember other people are free from my rules and expectations. But gosh, even the beauty of the Lord showing me that other people are free from my expectations, wow, frees up my heart to be their rule maker, frees up my heart from <laughs> think that I needed to like be a rule keeper for them. Yeah, so freeing when I just get to speak freedom over my friends and the people in my life. Hey, there's now no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus, Romans says. No condemnation. So if you're feeling any feelings of like guilt, shame, condemnation, like weight, pressure to do better or be better, like even in your Christian life, that's not from the Lord. You are so free in Christ. So maybe just take a moment to ask the Lord, okay, God, would you show me where I've created rules for myself where I'm like putting an extra pressure added weight or condemnation? God, would you show me where I'm doing that in my life? God, would you show me where I'm like putting shame and guilt on myself? You've called me free. You have set me free from my sin. Lord, would you remind me of the truth of your gospel? Like, where am I not for, where am I not remembering the truth of the gospel when I'm placing these rules and laws on myself? Maybe it's me placing the rules and laws on myself that I must spend more time with Jesus. And if I don't, I'm like condemning myself. Again, like not bad things. I want to spend time with Jesus 100%. I want to spend time in his word. That is what changes our lives. And also, if I'm starting to guilt trip myself because I missed a day or two, uh, that's not from the Lord. And I am probably trying to earn my salvation in those moments. I think since I didn't check those boxes, he's not happy with me. No, I'm actually entirely and completely justified once and for all through what Jesus did for me on the cross. And I am now a daughter of God the Father. I am a daughter and he loves me and he delights in me and he forgets my sins and forgives them the moment that they happen. And it is grace upon grace upon grace from him. So just reminding yourself of the gospel and asking him to show you, hey, where am I not believing? What part of the gospel am I not believing when I try to think I need to be the best mom or prove myself here or try to get people to think I'm a better Christian Where am I not believing the truth of the gospel? And ask him and he will show you, but let's be preaching the gospel to ourselves every moment of every day because really it always comes back to that. When I'm living out of a space of striving and lack of freedom and bondage, I am forgetting the gospel. So 
I just want to encourage you today to be preaching the gospel to yourself every single day and yeah, asking the Lord, where have I made rules for myself? Where have I placed laws on myself and on other people? And ask him, Lord, would you take those from me? God, you have called me free. You have called me to be free. So brothers and sisters, we get to live out of this freedom. I pray that I am proclaiming it from the mountaintops as long as I live. And I am praying that the Lord continues to make me aware of my freedom from sin and death and guilt and shame and any other law that I place on myself and just the law period. I am so free in Christ. So are you if you are in Christ. If Jesus is your Lord and Savior, you are free too. So let's live out of this freedom. Let's walk in this freedom. So to wrap up today's episode, just a few books that the Lord led me to read at the beginning of 2022 that he has used, wow, to just stir so many affections for himself in my heart. And I can't get over, I just keep, have told a few of my friends the last couple of weeks, I can't get over how providential the Lord is just in general. And even in like the books he has me read and when I just can't get over it. So to start off the year or to end the year slash start the year, I read Pilgrim's Progress. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Just go read it. It was just wildly impactful. The imagery of walking the Christian life, the Christian pilgrimage, staying on the straight and narrow path. Oh my word, go read it. There's like multiple rewritings of it. And I wrote the one retold by Cheryl V. Ford and I really loved it. So go read that. Um, Another book I read was Delighting in the Trinity. Again, the Lord used Delighting in the Trinity to truly lift the veil off of my eyes of how loved we are by our Heavenly Father. How important and foundational the Trinity is to our Christian foundation. Like the Trinity is the foundation of what we believe. And honestly, in the last couple of weeks, I feel like I've just been processing through and believing for the first time how much God, the Father, God, the Son, God, the Spirit, how much they love me and delight in me. And I feel like I've just been living out of this, their, out of their love and freedom. So delighting in the Trinity, read it. Accidental Pharisees that I kind of spoke briefly on by Larry Osborne. Wowza, wowza, wowza. Um, yeah, I finished it in three days. Couldn't put it down. I was like, yep, God, that's me. I'm so sorry. I repent of this. Wow, Lord, thank you for showing me this. Thank you for making me aware. Thank you for bringing this book to me so that I can not do these things, Lord, and that I can love you and love your people. So go read Accidental Pharisees. Um, Redeeming Love, I finally read it. I feel like, you know, for the last couple of years, every Christian is like, read this, like read Redeeming Love. Oh my gosh, Redeeming Love, so amazing. And I honestly just hadn't read much fiction I'm more of a nonfiction reader. So I was like, I just was like, no, I'm not going to read it basically. And oh my word. Oh my word. I started reading it Saturday, midday, finished it Monday night. It's 400 pages and I have two children. I could not put it down. Oh 
my goodness, the Lord used it to stir so many affections in my heart for himself and honestly redeem just some stuff in my heart. Wow. Go read it. God loves us so much. Go read it. Um, And last but not least, I read George Mueller's autobiography, The Most Ordinary, quote unquote, impactful book I've ever read. Ordinary meaning like redeeming love. I was like, I just couldn't put it down. Like what's next? Flipping through it, flipping through it. George Mueller's autobiography has changed my prayer life entirely, reminding me of God's faithfulness to hear his children's prayers and answer them according to his will. Um, His main verse, he talks about, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all things will be added to you. It's pretty much just his journal, like journal throughout like 20 years, his life, him journaling and praying for the Lord to provide, relying on the Lord and the Lord answering so specifically his prayers. You guys, I could go on. Maybe I just need to do a full podcast episode, just like chatting about it and how the Lord's like changing my prayer life through his George Mueller's life to pursue the Lord and follow him and seek his will. You guys, I can't say enough about how good it was. So the reason I call it ordinarily impactful is like, it's literally like February 8th, we are down to one shilling. Also, this is written in the 1800s and in Prussia, which I believe is now Germany. So he's German, I believe. Um, Don't quote me. We are down to one shilling. And if someone doesn't bring money, we will, me and the orphans, he started orphanages, will not eat. We do not have enough to feed them for dinner. But my faith is not shaken. I know the Lord will provide for us in his due time. And I can't wait to see how he does. Oh, sure enough, two hours later, the Lord impressed on someone's heart to come bring them money. Like, and that is the whole book. So like, it's not like Redeeming Lover. I'm trying to fly through it. But somehow I just kept reading because I'm blown away by the Lord's faithfulness in this guy's life, remembering too that the Lord is that faithful in my life too. So go read George Mueller's autobiography. Wow. Thank you, Lord, for this man's life and the way that you have used his story to already impact my life so much. Okay, two kind of announcements. One, I am starting a book club. So this year, um, I've made a goal for myself, but there's grace upon grace because it's not a law. It's a goal um, that I'm reading a book every two weeks. I'm starting a book club via my email list. So all that to say, I'll pretty much just be inviting you into reading the same books that I am. There won't be like online conversations or anything. It's basically I'm inviting you in to read the same books that I am at the same time. You could invite friends in and maybe like have an actual little book club. But basically um, for the for the book each month, I'm then going to do like a podcast book review with someone else that read it with me type of thing. So I would love for you to join in on that. I love reading. Leaders are readers. The Lord has gifted so many people and the Lord has just taught so many people so many sweet things and it is so fun to learn from them. Um, so join me in this book club. Subscribe to my emails. That is linked in the information or in like the notes of this podcast episode. And also subscribe to my emails because I'm starting a monthly-ish newsletter. If you know me, you know why it's monthly-ish newsletter. Um, but pretty much just update on the last month of life and what the Lord's doing and things I'm reading and things I've bought and that I love and probably pictures I've taken because I love photos. 
Thanks for tuning in today. It feels so good to be back. I missed chatting to this microphone slash to you guys. Um, I'm so grateful that you're here. And yeah, I pray that today you would ask the Lord, where am I not living in complete freedom? You have called me to be free. Lord, show me where I'm not living in complete freedom or where I'm not allowing the people around me to live in complete freedom. God, show me. I want to walk in the freedom you have for me because of your son, Jesus, and his work on the cross on our behalf. So I hope you guys have a great day and can't wait for the next episode. Friends, thanks so much for joining us on another episode of the Sunny and 65 podcast. If you were encouraged by this episode in any way, would you please go leave a review and subscribe to this podcast? I would so appreciate it. Would you share this episode with a friend or family member if it encouraged you? Guys, I would love to hear from you. Please always feel free to reach out at maddie at sunnyand65.com. You can find the link in the episode description for my monthly newsletters and to join in on my book club. Friends, it feels so good to be back. And I am so grateful to have you listening to this podcast. Go be bold and love big. And we will see you next time.